Hello, this is the Reluctant Marketer Podcast. We explore marketing for people who don't want to do it, but feel they must. I'm Matthias Bohlen. Hello everyone, Matthias here again with another episode of the Reluctant Marketer. It's for people who don't really love marketing, but uh, they have to do it as we all have to do it to be successful with our products and services. And I'm so happy to have Marie here today from Tally. Hello Marie, nice to have you. Hi Matthias, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Marie, can you tell our listeners and our viewers a little bit about what you do and what Tally is? Uh, yeah, definitely. I um, co-founded Tally uh, around two and a half years ago um, together with my uh, co-founder and partner in life, Philip. Um, uh -huh. Tally is a form building tool. It's a very easy way to create beautiful forms and surveys uh, without um, having coding skills. Um, and um, yeah, I have a background in mainly B2B marketing, so not really in, in uh -huh. product and in SaaS. So this was also uh, very new uh, to me. Um, and um, yeah, I am the non-technical uh, founder. So Philip is basically um, designing and building the product. And I am trying uh -huh. to market, uh, sell it and, uh, you know, run the non-technical sides of, uh, of the business. So yeah, that's, that's it uh, about me. <laughs> that's great. If two founders work together, it's much easier than uh, for solopreneurs, for example, who have everything to do on their own, right? Yeah, yeah really I, I mean, I have a lot of uh, respect for solo founders. I'm not sure how like they manage because <laughs> um, <laughs> we're both we're both full time. Uh, we have we have a team of four now uh, since since recently. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we were two people for 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 the first two years. Um, uh -huh. but we had, yeah, we had to expand because it was just too much work for, for just, uh, the two of us. Um, but yeah, so a lot of respect for people that do it, uh, by themselves. I can imagine it's a daily struggle of, of time management. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but some people seem to, seem to have superpowers <laughs> and manage. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's good to hear two, two more people on the on the startup. So yeah, it must be going pretty well. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I've got some some questions to you because um, we have people here who watch us and um, they they don't really love marketing, they do it. Um, and as I heard that you had pretty, pretty, you were pretty successful with your marketing activities. Um, I'd uh, like to ask you, first of all, um, what do you have as a positioning for Tally? How do you position it? What uh, do you tell your audience what it is and what's the benefit of it? How do you position it generally on the market? Yeah. So um, the main reason why we built Tally is because we had like experienced the problem firsthand, which was basically we had used several form builders uh, before in our previous mm -hmm. jobs and startups, but we never really found a tool that was um, affordable uh, and at the same time also actually fun to use. Um, and um, I can go a bit oh, okay. deeper uh, 
into that. Like there's Google Forms, they're free, right? But we didn't really like the yeah. design of the forms and the, and the mm -hmm. user experience. Mm -hmm. Then there's tools like a type form, um, you know, that has a nice design, but can get really expensive for, for early stage or for, for young startups, uh, bootstrappers. Yeah. They have like this volume-based pricing, you know, you collect more than 10 responses and then you start paying more. And that's something oh, okay. we also didn't like. Um, so we wanted to, to switch that up. Um, and at the same time, we were also... Um, actually avid users of Notion. Uh, we really like the mm -hmm. way um, mm -hmm. how the product is built, how it's a community first product um, and how you just, you know, want to spend time in the product. So we thought, what if, you know, we can make like uh, forms fun again? What if we can make the Notion <laughs> of forms? And that's kind of how, how Tally was born. Uh, so how do we position it? We have a bit of a different business model. Um, we offer unlimited forms and responses for free, which is... Mm. The most important part of our marketing uh, message, uh, I would say, on, or our biggest USP, because um, most of our competitors don't do that. Um, they have a free trial and then, you know, you just pay um, based on, on your usage. So we decided yeah. not to do that and offer, uh, offer unlimited forms, unlimited submissions for free. And besides that, we just have one Tally Pro package. So it's like a very simple pricing. Um, with fee So that's a paying subscription. And then you get access to additional features like team collaboration, uh, removing our branding, using your own domain uh, and so on. Um, uh. So I would say the making it free is kind of the most important uh, part of our positioning. And then we also have a bit of a different interface. Um, Tally works like a text editor. You could just start typing. It, it looks very different uh -huh. um, uh -huh. than, than a traditional form builder. Um, and that's something that our users really, really like and really uh, appreciate the user experience that we, that we offer there. So I would say those are our two um, yeah, main um, USPs uh, yeah, of Tally. Oh, these were already three. I thought uh, the one for me was this free, free unlimited thing. The next one right. was this fun thing. Forms should be fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the third one with this uh, typing interface, this uh, yeah. not, not so much clicking interface. Right, indeed. And we kind of connect the fun and the interface to each other because, you know, it's just the whole form building experience that should be yeah. seamless and, and easy and, and, and fun uh, in the end. So that's kind of how, uh, yeah, how we see it. Okay. We can learn very much from this because uh, for, a, for a solopreneur or a small business, it's, it's always difficult to, to say, why are we better? What is the point about us? What is, yeah, what, uh, for example, yeah. comparing to the big competitors like Google and so on. So it's really important yeah. for a small business to say why they are good. Yeah, I think especially if you're like a bootstrap business or, or a small business and you, you decide to go into a competitive market, you kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. need to do something different, um, you know, because you don't have the marketing budgets that the big players have. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, for us, you know, our business model, our positioning is different. Um, but I guess the main, the main part, uh, but we might still come to that. The main part of our growth is, is that we have a product led growth met model. So basically mm. all our acquisition conversion 
comes and is primarily driven by the product itself. Um, so not from ad, you know, paid ads or any other uh, marketing uh, um, strategies, um, but because our forms are viral by its nature. Um, you know, you create a form to share it with respondents and uh, yeah, yeah. our free forms have a made with tally badge. So our branding is on there, which means that everyone that submits the form also gets to see our brand. And that's actually our biggest acquisition channel. Um, our free users are the ones that spread tally forms, uh, their respondents submit a form. They also see this our brand. This is fascinating. Um, and that's kind of how they discover us. Uh, so that's a bit, it's a bit of a, a flywheel. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's, um, yeah, it helps us because we're a small team. You know, we don't have the big marketing budgets. So we just right. try to create a, a product that, that is, has a very generous free tier. You know, that would be the biggest uh, um, recipe to the, to the success here. And because it's free, it creates positive word of mouth. Other people try it right. out, uh, right? There's no barrier because it's free. Um, they try it out. They share it with other people. Um, and that's how we find new users um, again. This is this is really cool because on on the other uh, on on one hand it's this joyful experience oh I get something for free, and the other thing is uh, right. that people do marketing for you right some kind of no they are, they right. don't do the marketing the product does the marketing that's that's strange yeah. I have read a little bit about product led growth, but not too much, uh, so the main concept seems to be uh, new users who come into contact with with the forms. Um, it's just normal that they see your branding. It's just a normal effect, right? Yeah, right. I mean, there's there's several um, uh, ingredients, I would say, or, or yeah. several um, things that are important if you if you want to try something similar. Um, I think a, a first one is as well like the market. Like, uh, preferably, you are active in a large uh, market, you know, where the uh -huh, demand is uh -huh. already validated. For us, that's the case. There's a lot of form builders. They've been out there for decades. So we know that people need form, you know, every business yeah, needs a it's form already at one proven. point. Yeah. It's already proven indeed. And it's a very big market and it's, it's you know, easier to grab 1% of a huge market than yeah. to grab 100% of a, of a small uh, niche. Uh, so um, I think that's one thing that you kind of need because you're going to put a lot of effort in um, lowering the barriers into your product, making mm -hmm. it free, mm -hmm. uh, right? So it, the market needs to be big enough uh, in order for that to scale. Um, so that's one part. Um, yeah, then you have the business model, which preferably, you know, the pricing is low and and mm -hmm. uh, and, and simple and, and transparent. Um and you know, in order to 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 grow with a low pricing and with low budgets, you also need low uh, cost acquisition channels, which for us then yeah, is the, is the yeah. word of mouth, um, and that then kind of comes again through offering the product for free and keeping our users happy. Um, and I think another crucial part there is that we have like a laser focus on offering good customer support, um, uh -huh. which, uh -huh. you know, maybe uh, is not seen as marketing uh, by a lot of people, <laughs> but it is it is actually um, our number it one is, priority. Right. Yeah. 
it is right like you're talking to users all the time you also learn what their concerns are um you learn a lot about what are you learn a lot from like frequently asked questions about your product especially if you're right. uh, busy with marketing um but just you know by by answering you know within the day or within the hour um to to support queries people uh, are also really happy with our support and then also more um um, yeah, tend to share more about our product um, just ah. because we offer uh, good support. So that kind of also helps um, to um, yeah to, to to fuel the growth. Uh, I would say this is this is also interesting. So you're not using let's say uh, paid channels like like paid ads, or you're not using a lot of blogging and and SEO. Is it uh, what, what other channels do you use besides your words of mouth growth? Yeah, so not not many. Uh, we haven't really not experimented many. with with paid ads. We've done a few newsletter inserts, but those were never uh -huh. really um, successful for us. I think it's also hard to like measure the short term success of those. You yeah, know, maybe some yeah. people might see your brand and then try it out later. Um, so actually, uh, yeah, the product itself is the most important. Uh, Part. And then, of course, SEO is also really, really important for us to create, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, content that people can find on the web and, and, and lead them back to, to Tally. Um, a couple of, of things. We don't have like a heavy focus on it. I think we should. Uh, we should probably spend more time on, um, on our organic uh, uh, search. Um, a couple of things that work for us are, for example, we have some competitor pages um, yeah. where we compare Tally to, you know, other um, popular form building tools. And oh. it's a very, um, I would say, transparent uh, comparison of features, um, of usability. So if someone would, ex for example, search for uh, a free type form alternative, you know, then... Mm -hmm. Um, you will see us uh, pop up uh, somewhere. Uh, should ah. see us uh, somewhere on the first page. So that's 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 one of the one of the things um, that we do. Um, we have uh, you know a lot of templates as well that are actually pages that you can find on the web. Um, a pretty well documented help center. Um, so all these things can be you know potential search results, um, but. We're not actively blogging. We, if we blog, it's more about building in public and like sharing our startup uh -huh, journey. Uh -huh. um, not really, um, not really about the product itself. Um, but we don't do that for SEO reasons because um, you know the traffic to those is, is rather low. Um, we're more active on Twitter, and if we get a big milestone, yeah. we do tend to write a blog post with our learnings. Um, but that's more like an informative something we do, you know, to share it with yeah, the community. Yeah. Um, there's not really a commercial uh, or, or a marketing strategy behind that. Yeah. That is interesting. So the content you write um, has this aspect of helpfulness, right? Uh, helpfulness right. and competition at the same time because if you offer templates for example that's very helpful for people who are searching like i want a survey form for getting customer feedback or i want a yeah. survey for this or for that purpose um, people will find you and also this type form alternative thing it's a more competitive 
thing, yeah. I think, uh, where people fi find you by searching for your competitors. That's a clever yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, most bigger companies also do that by just paying uh, for ads, right? Um, but the, yeah, that's yeah the, that area mm. is so competitive <laughs> for us. So we don't even we don't even try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it brings um, a kind of joyful um, um, feeling over the line here what you t what you're telling me it's a kind of yeah it's a, the brand is uh, friendly it, it's it's uh, easily accessible it's it seems yeah it uh, gets a vibe across i i, I like that yeah thank you <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> our goal <laughs> so uh yeah your channels are yeah we talked about that Uh, can, can you tell me a little more about your audience? Is it uh, what what are these people like who are using or are searching for for form builders? What kind of people um, are they? So our, most of our users are would be startups. Uh, startups. Uh -huh. There's a lot of SaaS startups, but you know startups in all types of industries. Um, we're not really. Um, targeting um, upmarket or corporates uh, yet uh, because we're also, you know, um, the product and the team is, is not ready to, to do that. Um, yeah. But so mostly SMEs, I would say. It, it started with mm -hmm. freelancers, creators, um, no-code enthusiasts. Um, those are also the people that are most vocal uh, about Tally and, and would share, you know, and spread the word on, on social media. Um, and through them, we kind of reached a larger audience of, of, of startups. Uh, a lot of different profiles within the startups. You know, you have salespeople that need lead generation forms or marketing uh -huh. uh, people. Um, you have uh, HR teams, you know, that want to do uh, employee engagement surveys. Um, um, there's product uh, teams that want to gather feedback uh, from users um, and so on. So almost every role or, or department, I would say, uh, founders as well, of course, and in, in smaller companies, um, use forms uh, at, at one mm -hmm. part of mm -hmm. their journey um, so that those profiles would be pretty um, um, different, uh, but in business types would be, you know, smaller, smaller companies uh, for now. Yeah. Interesting. How do you know all this when, when you, when you were starting out, I think there was zero knowledge. Uh, how, how did yeah. this develop? How did you get that? Yeah. So of course we, so we have a Slack channel. Um, there are now around three or 4,000 people in that. Um, so we talk ah. to those people one-on-one. -on -one. So we can just ask or we learn from them. Um, and I guess last year, yeah, it was only last year, we added like an onboarding survey where we also ask a couple of questions uh, when you register. Oh. Um, and so we ask, um, you know, what type of business you are in and what type mm -hmm. of team, uh, you know, what your role is. Um, and that's how we are starting to uh, learn a bit more about the profile um, of our users. So we basically just uh, just ask, um, but we don't ask a lot mm -hmm. because we want to keep it like, um, you know, we don't want to waste people's time uh, or we don't yeah. want to add like more <laughs> barriers. Um, we're also not like actively uh, adjusting our marketing messaging yet to, to those results, but you know, we did think that, w yeah, 
that it would be interesting to get more specifics about uh. who is actually using the product um, to then in the future also you know be able to tailor our messaging a bit more maybe you know if you're if you say you're a part of a marketing team maybe you want us to share more um, form templates that are marketing related uh, with you yeah. um, so we can make it more personalized we don't do that yet um, but that's something that we uh, yeah we would like to do in, in the future wow so yeah different learning paths uh, slack is one learning channel the the surveys are the other one uh, when do they yeah. uh, they appear these uh, these surveys let's say i go to the home page i click on sign up um, I, I enter my credentials or what, my email and, and password or what. Yeah. Uh, when do I get that survey? At yeah, which point? so that would be, you, you get it completely at the beginning. So you would enter mm -hmm. your name and then you would get like two questions, two extra questions. Um, okay. So immediately when you sign up, yeah. Does it have the look and feel of Tally already? Because this would be um, nice, right? Uh, it having does, a form yeah. that looks like Tally. <laughs> It it uh, it does yeah it is um, it is a tally form as well that we are using um, oh, so good. yeah I mean it's embedded in the product but um, yeah it, it has the same uh, look and feel as everything uh, we do um, and and as the tally forms yeah that's that's great can you walk me through an example um, for of when when you do the marketing right when you sit down and say okay I want to do some some kind of marketing effort now, let's say writing or videography or what, whatever you do. Um, how do, we, do you do this from concept to, to publishing? What, what steps do you do? Um, or did you recently do, let's say last week or week before, uh, yeah. what happened? So, yeah, for me, it's kind of, um, my role is a bit blurry as in, I don't really see it as I'm gonna do marketing now, or like you yeah. know, <laughs> depends on what's what, how what your definition of of, of marketing is. Um, I'm 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 also you know working on the product and and running the business, yeah. but everything is kind of marketing related. Um, the process, um, good question. So what did I do? Um, last week well i was for example gonna write a blog post about um an, a revenue milestone that we recently reached um mm -hmm. and um, my process there would be um that first i kind of look at the last one that i wrote uh yeah um, so i reread that and then i think about you know what has happened between um the time that i wrote this one and this new milestone like are there any learnings um is there uh did anything you know did the team grow um what features did we ship um oh, i would okay. also look yeah. at some data like is there anything we can learn you know marketing wise did we get more users from a certain channel so i would like kind of like you know um feed myself some some info yeah. about, about the past <laughs> months and, and try to look back um, and then I would generally try to write um, an outline. So basically mm -hmm. like a title and some um, subtitles of, of what, you know, what would be, um, which content would be in, in the blog post. 
Um, I usually run this by Philip because that's always good to have like a second opinion. Uh, you okay. know, like is yeah. it worthwhile to 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 write this? So that's something I value. Um, and then so I use Notion for yeah basically everything. So I also write in Notion. They have Notion AI now, which is a feature that can help you uh, write. Uh, and as I'm not like the most, uh, I'm not the best copywriter, uh, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, so I would just basically add like bullet points or describe kind of what I want to write. And then I would use the AI to help me improve my writing. It's mostly grammar and, uh, and, and to give some suggestions as well. Um, and that's kind of how I would start like writing, um, yeah, every part of the, of the blog post. And usually it's like way too long. And then I try to in a second phase. So usually I also leave it for a day, um, just ah, like let it rest. Yeah. Um, that kind of helps me when I'm too, too much in it. I kind of, I don't know, I lose yeah. focus or something or I, yeah. I, I start missing some things and then the next day I try to shorten it and just really like keep the essence and, 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 and reread it. Um, and then I would, ha would share it. Um, I would, I mean, if he would have time, I would share it with Philip, uh, for like a last check, um, and to see, um, if anything is missing. Um, and then I would publish it. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. these, th these things I usually share uh, on Twitter. They're also not scheduled. Um, I would just share it right away. Um, also make some, sometimes some illustrations or graphics or something that, you know, is more visually pleasing than just text. Um, I would add that to the blog post. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and that's kind of it. And then I would sh I would share it, and I would try to follow up on on comments. You know, it's mostly on Twitter for these things. Uh, for yeah, us. yeah. And try to answer. You know, if people have questions, try to answer them. Um, and and uh, yeah, keep the conversation uh, going. Um, and yeah, that would be that would be the process for for this type of uh, content for me. Interesting. Uh, what what would you do when when you should write something or when you last wrote not should write but but last wrote something that should be kind of convincing to to new users? Um, did you have such material um, where you can assume no people don't know us already, but we have to still to convince them? Did you do you write such stuff at all? Um, not a lot actually, um, because we don't really, um, I mean, we have, we have a very simple website. It's only one landing page, uh, at this yeah. stage. Sometimes I would create, um, a new landing page, for example, for, um, SEO reasons. Uh, so I would, yeah. for example, um, you know, we have, um, could be a landing page called uh, a free no-code form builder or something like mm -hmm. that, uh, just to get you know more organic traffic uh, on that keyword. What I would do for that is um, I would definitely yeah do some research first. Also check what competitors have written. Um, mm -hmm. You know check which ones rank high on on Google. You could just do that by. Googling, Googling the search term yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and checking the results um, and just reading like the first first 
five hits or something that that usually also learns you uh, a lot um Mm -hmm. so i would i would use that input um i would also use you know my notion ai again to to help me write a bit better or more convincing um as you would say um so that that definitely helps me in in um getting the right tone of voice um but the process would be would be similar than as writing the blog post you know like mm-hmm. getting the outline mm-hmm. uh, making sure it's visually appealing um i never tend not to publish the same day but just have a look at it again the next day and see yeah. if it's if i if it still looks good <laughs> um and then and then publish it yeah ah interesting are you using any any well-known frameworks like um, AIDA or like Problem Agitate Solve or like the Hero's Journey or whatever there are frameworks out there? Uh, actually, not <laughs> not, not at <laughs> okay. this stage. No, <laughs> I'm def no no. Um, I don't. I mean, maybe I would if I would spend more time uh, or have more time to do that. Yeah. Uh, but not at this stage. No. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking about the hero's journey a lot uh, during the last few weeks, like okay. when a person has a problem and wants to do something against it or to solve it, and they go through all kinds of things. And and for example, they meet someone who can help them. They they, they call they call it the guide, I think, and then uh, they finally go through all these adventures until they solve their problem and be happy. Right? Such a yeah. telling such a story. Today I yeah. created a YouTube video about it. Okay, um, I should I'm, check it I was out. <laughs> thinking about can this possibly help me with my product, with this uh, marketing software for reluctant marketing people who don't want to do marketing? Can I use such a journey, for example, for a solopreneur uh, who is actively working on their product? And um, they sometimes rise from the from the deep rabbit hole <laughs> and do their marketing again. Right. Uh, maybe I can write such a story as a as a hero's journey or something. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be super useful. I I think one of the like if you're really uh, but that again comes down to the what is marketing and and what isn't marketing. Like if you're a solo founder. Uh, of course, you also want to sell your product, right? You don't just yeah. want to build it. So you you are you're always doing some type of of marketing. Um, That's right. And probably the the easiest way to like for me, we would always like um, if you don't want to create content or if you don't want to do all of those things. Um, we would just like scan online conversations about Tally, right? You have mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of tools to just monitor whatever's being said uh, on the web, um, and not about Tally, but about form builders. So just questions, you know, people that ah. are looking for a form builder. Um, and once you you, I mean, you could basically do this all day for for form builders and probably for most products. Um, because there's so many questions being asked on Twitter, on Reddit, or on Quora, you know, on any yeah, any platform, yeah. and it helps a lot by just answering those, right? Um, and uh, you know, someone looks for a form building tool that has this feature, and then you can just say like, "Hey, I'm building this," you know, feel free to try it out um, because it's relevant. It's not it's not pushy 
Uh, it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. like you're doing marketing. You're just basically as a founder sharing your product. And you learn a lot from the questions you you read because um, in there you see, you know, the pain points, you see what people are looking for. Uh, you also see maybe what which features or the things that you don't offer yet. You see which competitors are being mentioned. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that I find that very useful. We just have a Slack channel where like nonstop there's... Um, social mentions coming in um, and I should do it more often actually but when I have the time in the beginning I was doing this all the time Um, I would just go over them and read them answer to them see if I can learn something Um, and if you would then need ideas for a blog post or anything you can usually get them out of out of those questions you know it's the most useful content good yeah, the how, most how useful content would be uh, an answer to the questions. So. Yeah. How do you get that into the Slack channel? Which which uh, tools or tech um, do you use to get that? I, I now use, it's called Sifton. Um, Sifton? I can send them to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's S-Y-F-T-E-N. But there's a uh-huh. lot of tools that, you know, that offer this. Um if you just Google like social media monitoring or, or something like okay. that. Um, and they have, um, it, this is a paid tool. I think there's also free mm-hmm. alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably also make something with Zapier or with Make um, yeah. to automate this. Um, and yeah, they have a Slack integration. So I just connected to like, just made a new Slack channel and, and connected yeah. it. Um, which for me is the easiest way. You can also get emails, but then it's less real time, mm, uh, yeah. right? Uh, and it's and more they can of a get task lost, as like well. And you don't want to get, <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to be spammed with all these emails. Um, so in a Slack channel, it's easy to just go over them whenever you have time. And that's uh, totally cool because sometimes yeah. I have the problem. I don't know what to write about this week, for right. example. I good. I have a I have a content calendar that tells me, but sometimes even the yeah. content calendar may, might run out of ideas. Um, so such a list of questions would be very simple to 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 answer. Yeah, yeah. And if you follow the right keywords, um, y- you might need to like fine tune your queries a bit. Yeah. And make sure you you know you follow the right things and also exclude because otherwise you get a lot of spam. Um, right. But but once you 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 know you it, I mean it doesn't take that long to to get the right hits, and that that really helps me um, to just stay up to date. You know, know what to write about and or, or just answer people because then you're also doing something useful you know you're uh, right ad- advertising uh, your product in in some way but in a relevant way because people have asked for it mm-hmm. yeah. how, how is it on reddit for example uh, do you uh, work on reddit also yeah how is it on reddit because they are very sensitive to self-promo as yeah. i have experienced how do you do um, that there so I only answer a relevant question. So if someone says mm-hmm. like, like today someone was looking for a form builder with a file upload uh, option um, mm-hmm. and the ones they've used were really expensive. So, you know, we have um, a very generous uh, free tier where you can also use file uploads. So then I would wow. just say like, hey, maybe, you know, have you tried Tally? Um, and I would link, of course, to the right 
feature page mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. just say like look it, it's it, this is fr- it, it's a free feature and if you would have any other other questions about the product I'm happy to help um, and that's that's it um, and I guess because it is relevant it's not considered as self-promotion if you would just like answer to any question and not really ac- actually read the comment and and, yeah, and, and read exactly. the question then i think um you might get um you might get a, a lot of negative uh, response <laughs> uh, as well especially on reddit so i i also don't do it all the time um but i you know when it's relevant i do it and then usually you get a positive response because it's also just helpful right absolutely yeah. It's a big difference whether you write, hey, look at my cool tool, or if you write yeah. simply an answer to somebody asking uh, and, and give a useful answer, right? Indeed, because when if people are not looking for your solution, they will most likely also not, you know, be interested in you yeah. shou- shouting about it, uh, unless it looks really good or they have heard someone else talk about it, but... Um, yeah, I mean, this is for me like the easiest way to do marketing, uh, if you can call it uh, that yeah. way. Um, and and the, like the most relevant way as well, I, I would say. For, for me as a solopreneur, it's really difficult to switch my mind from, from building to marketing and back again. Yeah. It's, um, building is the preferred thing I do because I'm a software engineer it's natural it comes yeah. natural to me I'm I'm an expert in that but I'm not an expert in marketing well maybe in the meantime I've also become an expert in marketing but right. but it's yeah. my it's secondary right I, I, I'm yeah. not really the it's not my strong suit um, so my mind really has has to switch um, some strange things are happening for example I'm always a little hesitant to brag about my stuff Right. And yeah. sometimes marketing feels like bragging. I always I'm, I'm always trying to avoid this bragging aspect because um, answering questions, for example, as you said before, would be a very good way because I don't need to brag. I, I only need to answer the question. Yeah, um, this would be very simple. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, but it's always a feeling about, um, yeah, I'm uh, also imposter syndrome comes in and I'm I the right one who am I to say that and so on so yeah <laughs> can you yeah. can you help me with this I think I think there's two things like uh, what I also experience and what probably everyone has is like the thing that is not your strong suit you will always postpone it right because it just yeah exactly requires more effort and energy uh, for me it definitely helps to have like certain you know blocks in your calendar that are yeah. fixed uh, and that are like really um reserved uh, time uh, to only yeah. focus on this this one task uh, and usually to split it up in smaller tasks uh, like you know mm-hmm. like writing a blog post it can be a big task like, you know maybe you need to have smaller tasks and you can do two of them it's like i'll do already the research yeah. I'll write the outline and then tomorrow I'll do the other parts. It makes it a bit more approachable um, and, and, and less of like a big uh, annoying task that you don't want to get <laughs> right. started on. So that, that helps for me. Also like social accountability, but that's of course more difficult if you are um, working alone. 
it I see people on Twitter saying like, okay, this week I'm gonna write this blog post and I'm just sharing it here. So if I didn't do it, you know, you can ah, uh, uh, you can remind me. Yeah, you know, you can you can remind me of it or. Um, or if you have, you know, a partner or or uh, or a colleague that always helps, right? To just say these, to to say Absolutely. the goals out loud, and then you kind of have to, you know, meet them. Um, I think the other part about bragging is I don't think you have to brag to to do marketing. It, it's no, something that we actually really. try not to do. Uh, we just try to be honest and and have a very clear communication style. And I think mm -hmm. that's something our users also um, appreciate. Um, and I think the simpler you make it, the the better as well. I think the problem that we have as, as marketeers is that complexity seems to sell better. So the more buzzwords you use, the more complex or the more features mm, you I'm have, not sure the more expensive that. it seems. But I, d I also don't... Um, I mean, I also don't think that that should be true. Um, so the simpler, you know, the message, the better. And I also don't believe that we need to treat our target audience as, um, well, they're just people, you know, they're not businesses. Yeah. You just talk to them as people. Um, and they're also definitely not stupid. Uh, so a lot of communication is, is of like misleading, course, yeah. right? And yeah. it's very... Uh, too convincing like uh, oh do doubt this because you will save time yeah. and, and save budget three but steps to one people million. know that <laughs> yeah yeah like people can make up their own minds um and they just wanted to want you to present you know the the truth um and 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 without usually having to read too much uh, because if i get a landing page like f with a lot of like I'd like to call it buzzword bingo, like a lot of, yes. <laughs> I just need to Long read like four <laughs> paragraphs and I'm like, but what does it actually do? You know, like it sounds yeah, fancy, yeah. but I don't really know what problem it solves for me. So I kind of just try to avoid all of that um, and just, you know, be clear and, and, and simple. Um, and that kind of, yeah, kind of works for us, I would say. That's fantastic. I think that it's also good to close the, the podcast for today. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the chatting with you very, very much, Marie, and thanks for being here today. And uh, yeah, I can only wish you much, much luck for your, for your business. Thank you so much. And, and I wish you the best of luck as well. And uh, a lot of respect for you as a, as a solopreneur. Um, so yeah, thank if you. Can help in any way, uh, happy to do that. Thanks for listening to the Reluctant Marketer Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Bodenlabs. That spells B-O-H-L-E-N-L-A-B-S. Or you can send me an email to Matthias at Bodenlabs.com. If you want to support this podcast, please share it with a friend on your social media networks and leave a rating in your favorite podcast player app.
This will help other reluctant marketers find this podcast as well. Thank you very much for listening today and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.